Hey, it's Kelly from Zinimi. Before we start this next episode, I have a quick question for you. How do you feel about being subpoenaed in your private practice? If you have any fear, sense of dread, or worry, you are not alone. Please join us for our upcoming training with Nicole Stoller-Peterson on mastering your subpoena process in private practice. It's going to be an amazing training to help build your confidence, to help you serve your clients better, and to take out the guesswork when it comes to being subpoenaed in your private practice. All you need to do is go to zinnime.com and check out the training there. You will also get a recording if you sign up. We can't wait to see you there. Hey everyone, welcome to Starting a Counseling Practice. This is Kelly, one of your coaches at Me, And today I'm joined with Ryan Hatch. He's an accountability coach in our Accountable Practice program. And we're going to be talking today about his role, but also about what it means to have accountability as a business owner, an entrepreneur, and just a fellow human being. I want to welcome you, Ryan. So glad to have you here. Thank you so much for having me today. A lot of people don't know that our team has grown by a lot in the past couple years, and you're one of the first accountability coaches to join our team. Um, what drew you into doing this kind of work? Well, I love organizational processes. Um, this I is where you and I are twins, I think. Yes. <laughs> You know, but I look at organization and structure as giving me more freedom and liberty to do the things that I want. And I think a lot of people don't share that perspective because they think it's going to be some sort of system that they have to work within. And it's yeah. going to, um, and I guess it can be that, but it allows me to have a lot more free time and to have the, and be able to do the things that I want to do when I want to do them. Mm-hmm. So that's what I try to bring to the table um, as an aspect of accountability coaching with a therapist so they can see how we can accomplish something because so many people, especially during this pandemic, are just overwhelmed by the smallest of things. Mm-hmm. If we can break that down and see how just keeping that pace going that's moderate and sustainable, they make a lot of really good things happen. It's kind of like physics. It's easier to keep it going than to just stop and start. It is. And I think, I think everything is so frenetic and people think it needs to be some sort of sprint all of the time. When really, if we think more of like a marathon pacing, we accomplish a whole lot more. How would you describe accountability coaching? Because I, you know, when we started the program, you know, people know us as business coaches and now we've brought in accountability coaches. We are bringing in business coaches as well, but accountability coaching is a little unique. I would love to hear how you explain it. Well, I look at it as a sounding board system for therapists where they have a chance to think through the visions and goals that they've been developing um, all of this under the umbrella of making sure that we have really good business decisions with you and, and Miranda. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because I do not serve as that function, but we will talk about their ideas and we will serve as a support system within the structure of the TAP system. And so I think just having a time for anyone, but especially therapists right now, to set aside an hour a month to brainstorm with somebody, to break things down, see what the problems may be, and then to be able to come up with some really good ideas to then go check with the experts that you and Miranda are is very powerful. I know you said an hour a month, but we really do break that down into two sessions. So two 30 minute sessions a month. Yes. And I find that that is that helping the momentum, you know, that's that piece Absolutely. because again, pandemic, maybe even before the pandemic, an hour is a long time sometimes for people and they can be overwhelmed quickly. But if we do these like bite sizes of evaluation, sounding board, encouragement, and feedback, we're much more likely to take action on that. Absolutely. And there are a lot of therapists who will go, you know what, I ended up completing my tasks for these two weeks because I know I had a session with you. And so it was a great <laughs> inspirational moment for them, not because they're afraid to be berated or something. I don't function that way, but yeah. just know that they were going to be talking about what they accomplished and what they needed to, I and to that. have that space for themselves to be able to talk about, you know, what was the block? How, what was the frustration? And if it's something that we can address as an accountability coach, or if we need to take that to the next level and say, okay, this is really a business block. Let's go to the experts in that. Mm -hmm. um, they really see it as a time for solutions. Yeah. I love that. What if, what have you seen in that? I mean, we're always onboarding new therapists in the program. What do you see that they're really longing for right now? What are you seeing trends amongst therapists? Because you work with a lot of them mm -hmm. in terms of what they're longing for and needing. Because I'm seeing a lot of isolation. I think there's isolation. I think there's, they're wanting a lot of community and being able to balance that with having a building or thriving practice. And I think a lot of people, as they're looking at their goals for the year are seeking understanding. And there can sometimes be this block of being willing to ask for help. Mm. And that is something that we work through every session. Uh, we don't have to have all the answers, but we have to be willing to know that we can be an expert in one thing and just be a lifelong learning learner in everything else. And I think that's something that humans face all of the time that's really tricky and it doesn't matter how old they are or how many degrees they have. It's just something that's in us that where we feel like we need to know everything and we really don't. I love that you bring this up because our accountability coaches aren't therapists and we did that intentionally <laughs> because I feel you have insight into human behavior in a different way, having worked in all your other kind of your career path as an educator um, and a leader in education. And I think it's really nice to have an outside perspective that's not fully mired into the culture of therapists, but fully understanding of how uh, 
of what's going on. I, what I've loved seeing too is the relationship between you and your clients, mm-hmm. the love there, the trust. There's just something about having a person in your corner. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're That's great what, people. Yeah. It's what makes it dynamic. It does. And I love how they are all so different. It's such a vibrant blanket of people. Mm. I think anyone that's listening needs to hear that, that there is beauty in that, those differences. There's no one like you. And that's a good thing. And that was something that was actually talking about with a a client last night. It was like, you keep on comparing yourself to all these other people and you will always lose because it's not apples to apples. And it was just like these small breakthrough moments that we have that provide enough Mm. light and clarity to be able to take the next step or two for the next two weeks. And they start realizing those patterns and they get those track, that traction going. And then pretty soon we can have, you know, like a review of what they've done in the past quarter. And they're like, this is working. Yeah. That's another aspect of accountability coaching, right? The reflection on the progress. I am one of those people, you know me well, that Mm -hmm. uh, just keeps going (laughs) And I, oh yeah, I was, well, I was telling you the other day, oh, one day, I don't know when it was, but I was like, oh, I wrote a song and moving on. And you're like, wait, 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 what? (laughs) (laughs) And I just, I still, even, even though it is my intention and I, I have a therapist, I do these things. I still forget within myself to celebrate. And that is the beauty of, I think what you do is you bring celebration and reflection from a positive place. Mm, absolutely. And, be, you know, there's so much that's entrenched in society of that doing means that we learned something and it doesn't. It just means that mm. we did it. <laughs> and I know that because I took high school math. So, um, <laughs> but it's that reflection process mm. where even if we just take a couple of minutes to reflect what we did that day, can make such better steps for the next day. I love and I think that. it's really important for us to take because it's hard to slow down sometimes. People forget how much energy it takes to slow down. You and I talk about that a lot. And it's difficult. And so I think mm-hmm. that's another beauty of being able to be in this program is that you have those built-in times with your coach or you have those built-in times with office hours or masterminds and stuff where you're going to be very intentional about what you're going to do with your energy during that time and what the goal is. And I think that Zinni Me and the TAP program do a really good job of setting intentions with every activity that they do, whether it's a retreat or it's a mastermind for that day or what we're bringing to the table in our coaching sessions. Yeah. I, I know there are people listening going, okay, what's tab? I'm not in tab or whatever. So mm-hmm. sure, you could join our tap program when we open the doors up. But in the meantime, for therapists who are not part of a community like that, mm-hmm. what are some things you think that other therapists could apply in their lives to help them be more accountable and feel more kind of grounded in the business that they're building? in terms of maybe habits that you see working for your clients mm-hmm. or processes and structures? 
I think the first thing, and it hits me all of the time as an educator as well, 23 years going, have you actually set aside the time for your vision? Mm. I think we're still really good at, at coming up with, these are all the steps, and maybe we don't know what all the little steps are in between. We come up with all these steps and we have these grand ideas, and that's wonderful, that can be super motivating, and then we never figure out what the structure is going to be of how we're going to fit that into our life or how we need to prune our activities to actually accommodate that. It's just this more is more is more is more. And then we don't accomplish what we set out to do. Mm -hmm. So I think being able to set that intention in your schedule, going through that ideal day that we talk about in boot camp, mm -hmm. that perfect day, and being able to think, you know, for this day or for these two weeks or for this quarter, this is the one thing that I want to make sure that I do. Mm -hmm. This is the consistent habit that I want to create. Mm -hmm. And that's really powerful because I don't know of any profession where we're not going to have some sort of amazing goal, but there's so many professions where we don't get the structure and the training to help us accomplish that. And that is something that people can find here with you. Mm -hmm. And you. <laughs> yeah, it's really exciting. I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's a pretty fortunate position to be able to discuss people's visions and goals and how they accomplish them. And then all the stuff that I learned from the processes, you know, of working with so many therapists and then be able to take that experience and knowledge into the very next session. It's huge. Yeah. And we just get better and better at all the things that we're doing and all the little um, foibles that maybe we need to be aware of. Mm -hmm. A lot of them tend to magically disappear because we come up with great structures and processes and intentions. I think what is really poignant about what you just said too is embracing our foibles, embracing who we are and what we need. And then instead of feeling like I have to change, I got to, there's something wrong with me. Mm -hmm. It's looking at externally, how can I work with who I am? Mm -hmm. How do I set this up in a way that, that circumvents or uses that as leverages it as a strength? I think that is so important because a lot of us come at it looking to that it's all an internal thing but actually there's things we can do externally in our business and in the way we approach things that make what we seem as like a foible or a, an issue no longer such a stronghold or a block, I guess. Absolutely. It's, it's kind of getting rid of this whole idea of one size fits all mm -hmm. and being able to personalize everything that we're doing to meet people's strengths and then to boost their supposed weaknesses or things that they just simply don't know. Going back to that whole idea of you don't have to know everything. I mean, I remember this rehearsal at UCLA back in 2007, one of the most famous choral conductors in the world. And he mispronounced a famous movie. And it was such a breakthrough moment for me because it was like, he basically knows more about music than almost anybody in the world but he doesn't have to know everything. Mm -hmm. And he just has to appreciate things and be a learner. And that is something that I think can really help us 
move through those blocks of accomplishing things as long as we're willing to learn. You want to be my accountability coach? (laughs) (laughs) I could use a dose of Ryan Hatch in my life every day. (laughs) It's good, good, but but it's hard to break through these things and I have to break through them um, as well. But just knowing that we can and coming up with tools that work and be able to troubleshoot things and envision success, it's pretty spectacular. It is. Ah, what are you looking forward to when it comes to what's going on with your clients right now? Just curious, like what excites you about what you're seeing with what therapists are doing? I love to see the big conversations that they're about to have with clients about changing their practices Um, and to the benefit, not only of the therapist, because that's the perspective that we take in their, in their sessions, because how is this going to benefit you as a therapist and how does that end up benefiting your clients? Mm -hmm. They can see that because sometimes therapists can be resistant to change, Mm -hmm. like maybe doing a fee increase or going off of insurance for certain reasons, et cetera. Um, And then we say, yeah, but it's going to provide these systems. It's going to provide these finances this time where you can be a better therapist for your clients. And you explain that to them, how that is benefiting them in this process. And it releases so much anxiety that some of the therapists have about making those steps because then they're like, you know what it does. And I do that. And now I see the investment that I've put in my practice and in myself, mm-hmm. be able to take those next steps. Mm-hmm. Those are really fun conversations. I love it. I think yeah. we could go on and on and on <laughs> talking about just who we are as human beings and the value of having people in our lives that bring positivity, mm-hmm. that care for us enough to say, wait, you know, we get, ex- you get excited, but you're also like, Hey, mm-hmm. let's make sure it fits, you know, of of kind of being a bumper, so to speak, when you're like at the bowling alley and you put the little bumper lanes up of like, I want you to throw that ball down the lane and I want you to go for that strike. And I'm here to just help you find the right angle and path for you. I think it's a beautiful reminder of how we all need that in our life. We do. And, and how much easier it makes it. So whether it's with us, or a colleague, a coach, a consultant, other people in your life, it's important to be surrounding yourself with people who care about you and want to equip you for better. Well said. (laughs) Because, well, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things where so many people don't have those support systems like what you just mentioned. Right. And so to be able to find those people and to latch onto them and to develop those relationships, yeah, that literally is life-changing. Yeah. And so we have to love ourselves enough to be able to take those steps to do it. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important because it's not just a professional thing. It's just a thing thing. Yeah. And we need to remember that, that we're worth these things. 
and mm -hmm. we need to figure out our ways to be able to do these things. Yeah. It's been fun having you on the team. Thank and you. it's been an adventure, right? I mean, you've seen us, you've seen us go through ups and downs and sorting through, you know, the first few iterations of what mm -hmm. a new program looks like. And it's not been perfect, but it's always sought after what's the transformation we're going to provide. And I know clients are so delighted to work with you and we're so fortunate to have you on the team um, because you embody so many of the values of loving kindness and service and honesty that we have. Um, and you value diversity and the inclusion of all of like the intersectionality of who we are, our backgrounds mm -hmm. as therapists, as human beings, and what that means for our path moving forward. Um, so thank you for being on our team. Thank you for everything. <laughs> I so I hope this was helpful. If you've been listening to this point to be inspired and ask yourself who's holding me accountable, who's encouraging me, but also helping me keep the ball rolling. So the start and stop is no longer exhausting me, but instead there's momentum and flow in a way that really works for you. Uh, you can get on our waiting list by checking out zinnime.com. We've got a ton of free training and a free online community, and we'd love to have you there. Um, and share this with friends. Share this with colleagues who might need a little of encouragement, who need a reminder of the importance of having good people in your life. So thank you for being here, Ryan. Thank you, Kelly. Oh, we'll see you guys next time. Take care. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Starting a Counseling Practice podcast. Just a reminder, if you want some support in your private practice, we have an upcoming free training on creating a subpoena process. So check it out at zinnime.com and we'll see you next time.